All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and Tyler, to Oilers Nation Radio, episode 215. Bag Milk, Rick, Tyler here. Going to talk a little Oilers for the next hour of your life or whatever is going on in our lives because there's not really a whole lot of hockey talk going on right now. But... We got work to do anyway. Got to shout out our friends at Oodle Noodle. 17 locations and counting around the city. And of course, you can find them on DoorDash. If you don't feel like leaving your house today, you've worked enough for another week. I wouldn't blame you if you want to get some delivery with our friends at DoorDash. Oodle Noodle, a vessel for deliciousness, Tyler. Thoughts? Yep. I agree with you. Whether you're getting Oodle Noodle delivered right to your door or whatever on a Friday night. How's your Mm -hmm. vacation? My vacation, I guess this is my first ONR since coming back. It was good. Golfed a lot, drank a lot, sometimes did both at the same time. How'd you shoot? Oh, fuck. I, I did okay. We golfed around in Golden and one in Canmore. I did okay. Uh, okay. Give us a number. Uh, I think I was 86 in Golden and 84 in Canmore. Ooh, look at you. You are good. Um, but fucking Tower Ranch in Kelowna just kicked my ass. Like we're talking mid nineties with a handful of like, I'm going to re tee here real quick, which I wasn't doing in the other rounds. Like the other rounds, I actually golfed pretty well. That happens though. Like for me, once I know I've lost the round by like the ninth hole and it's like, okay, I'm not going in like the low eighties here. Then it's just kind of like, I don't give a fuck anymore. (laughs) I'm just, I'll enjoy the views and have a good time. But that course was rough golf. The, Fairmont JPL though. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. I think it's like Your the buddy still work there. Yeah. I got a buddy that works there. So yeah. he gets me on for nice and cheap. Uh, that's why I got this hat. Actually. I got a neat little, Look at you. I noticed that you pay full price for the hat. Not a chance, yes. uh, but I golfed good there. I think I shot an 85 at JPL as well. Cause you. I, I got hot at the end. You looked at our room while you were there. 
I did drive past it. Yeah. Um, and it was a little twinkle in my eyes. Yeah, remember, when I vomited, up. remember when I vomited my guts all over that sidewalk and guess who took care of you? I did. Well, <laughs> you took care of the vomit. I wouldn't, I don't know about taking care of me per se. What state were you in though? Like I've seen you in these parties at that time of night. <laughs> that's where I have the, or was if that someone, the night? if he's taking care of somebody, that's, uh, <laughs> that's interesting. Well, I mean, we we're on a roll of back-to-back nights with noise complaints there. So <laughs> the, the second one, an official noise complaint. The first one was just the neighbor banging on the wall because bag milk was <laughs> yelling stuff into a cone, all <laughs> cone milk. Yeah. Mm. Traffic cones are fun. That'll yeah. happen. I've got takes and everyone uh, should enjoy them, mm-hmm. especially at two in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Way she goes. Well, happy to have you back, Tyler. I'm happy to be back, but now it's time for you to get to work. Yep. What do we got for a delicious debate this week? Well, there's been some teams in the Pacific division that have been fairly active both this week today, even with the news that John Klingberg is going to the Anaheim ducks on a one year, $7 million deal. Is that just the Taylor hall to Buffalo? It's Taylor hall to Buffalo all over again. It's a one year deal, but if smarter. It, like he has to hang on on the beach. Yeah, he doesn't. What was Halsey doing in Buffalo as things aren't going so well? Like, I don't know what he, what he do. I, I yeah, do I love the city of question. Buffalo, but uh, yeah, well, I don't know. He probably could have played that a little bit better. But for Klingberg, <laughs> if the Ducks do well and he likes it there, sign up, sign an extension. They have plenty yeah. of cap space. Be a cornerstone piece there. If it's not going well for the Ducks, retain half. You'll get at least a first round pick for him at the deadline. And John Klingberg, before hitting UFA status again next summer, will get a playoff run with a contender to, to boost his value. So I think it's a it's a deal that makes sense. It's just probably not what John Klingberg thought was going to happen two weeks ago. I would have expected, yeah, him to like kind of lock into a more permanent spot at this yeah. stage. Same with Nazem Kadri also. I still think this is a chance he goes back to Colorado personally. He's got to find the money somehow. Yeah, move Gerard and they'll have the money. Gerard way from my chemical romance. Mm, sure. Anyways, <laughs> the uh, delicious debate. We got the Klingberg sign and we had the, cuck, the uh, deal last, last week. Uh, so the question is which team in the Pacific division is the biggest threat to the Edmonton Oilers? Biggest threat to the Edmonton Oilers. Hmm. Besides the Edmonton Oilers themselves. <laughs> It tends to happen if you watch him long enough. Yeah. Yeah. I've been hurt before. Um, well, it's an interesting question though, because who got better? Well, so looking at the standings, Calgary won the division with 111 points last season. I don't think they got better. No Edmonton one Oh four. They they're bringing back essentially the same team they had at the end of last season. More or less. The thing is now with a better goalie, a full season of Evander Kane, full season of Brett Kulak granted no Duncan Keith. And a full season of Jay Woodcroft as their head coach. Yeah. And then there's LA who I think LA did get better. Yeah, they got better. They got Kevin Fiala made that big That'll move. Help. Scoring sure. was an issue for them. And now it really shouldn't be as much of an issue. And they'll get healthier with, uh, you know, Drew Doughty. Like they pushed the Oilers to seven games with no Drew Doughty and no yep. Victor Arvidsson. Like that shouldn't be forgotten, right? Vegas will be better just if they can be healthy. Even though they lost Pacioretty and we don't know about Leonard, but you're right. If Vegas is healthy, they'll be better. Vancouver will be better. You know, they had an okay offseason. Mikaya, Vancouzmanko are two like legit top nine kind of wingers for them. Demko's and legit. They still have JT Miller. They haven't moved him. And Demko can do, you know, can carry you through a lot of rough patches. So I, I think really the three front runners, because San Jose, Anaheim, like Seattle got better too, but like, meh. Actually, Seattle, Seattle had a solid offseason quietly. That's yeah. a long ways to go to get to. Yeah, to, they have a long to, ways to be to go, an issue for 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 the Oilers. Yeah, like that trade they pulled off with. Why can't I think of Columbus it? for Bjorkstrand? Just Rob. What a trade that was! A great for deal. Seattle, mm-hmm. man. So I would say the three front runners to, you know, 
beat threats to the Oilers are LA, Vegas, and Vancouver. So if we have to just pick one, I'm going to say Vegas just because they've done it before, I guess, if that makes sense. I think that they're going to be better just because I think more of their impact players are going to be healthy Mm -hmm. unless they have no goaltending. But in their first year, when they went all the way to the Stanley Cup, didn't they play like six, seven goalies that, that year? Something like that? With some injuries and There's stuff. There's a bunch yeah. of injuries Forced that year. Injuries. So I think my pick will be Vegas. I think that they'll have a full year of Eichel. He should be better. Uh, they'll have some players that are they're back in the mix. I, I'm going to pick Vegas as the biggest threat. I'm going Vancouver. I think, you know, with LA, I understand why you say that, you know, they got a little better, but they are still pretty long in the tooth. So you're going to, yeah. as, as some guys have come in, you're going to lose some of some guys. It's just the way it goes. And I think Vancouver is a little bit younger and uh, yeah, just with their additions, I think they'll, they'll have the best opportunity to push your weathers. What do you think? I'm really torn between those two. I think they're clearly one and two. Like I still don't trust LA's goaltending. I think Patterson and mm-hmm. quick are, are, are fine, but not substantial between the pipes and quick is, is his career's on the decline. I think there's yeah. no denying that Vancouver. I mean, I like what they're doing with that forward group. Like, you know, a young putt Colson as well. He's a guy who could make more of an impact next year. And then you just go through the list of Kuzmenko, Mikheyev, Garland, Miller, Horvat, Besser, Pedersen. And it's like, oh shit, they actually have like a really, really good top nine. And while Vegas has Eichel and, you know, you're hoping Mark Stone is back up to 100% health. When you rattle off the top of Vegas's lineup, Eichel, Stone, okay, Carlson, Marcioso, Smith, Stevenson. That, th- that leaves you wanting more, I think. Oh, yeah, um, and on the blue line, they're probably better than Vancouver is, right? Like they have that big number one piece in, in Petrangelo that, you know, I know Vancouver has Quinn Hughes as well. Um, but Alec Martinez, Shea Theodore, Braden McNabb, Zach, I, I think I like their blue line more, but there's a bigger question mark between the pipes in Vegas. That's why my answer is going to be Vancouver. I think the forward depth is better and they're more solid between the pipes with a young Thatcher Demko, a guy who could any season now win himself a Vezina trophy. So I think surprisingly, even though they came fifth in the division last year, Vancouver could very well be the biggest threat to the Edmonton Oilers. Yep. Could be. Don't let quads know though. Mm -mm. Quads, if you're listening and we know you are. Yeah, he is. Cool it. Yeah, relax quads. We've got more birds to show you. We're just trying to get his hopes up right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Go on a cheese run. I could use some spices as well. What kind of cheese are we talking about here though? So quads goes down to the States. He border hops from Vancouver to go buy discount cheese, bulk cheese and bulk spices yeah, that you Washington. can't get up here. I, I want to know what we're talking about here. Can I get <laughs> pictures and stuff? Hit them up. We did a whole segment on real life about quads doing border runs to go get That's cheese really. and spices. But then he had like, so he goes across the border all the time to do this. But before he came to Edmonton in August or whatever, last year, he'd like never been on a plane. He had never before. been on a plane before. So this we were talking busy. about, can't, it's harder to smuggle that stuff across the border on well, a plane. Yeah. You put it in the wheel well or That's something like that. actually one of those go. things where we were talking about Nexus passes. Now that I'm thinking about it, we were talking about, yeah. Oh, it'd be great to have a Nexus pass. And quads is like, I want a Nexus pass so I can make it down for cheese runs easier. And we're like, what <laughs> cheese runs? Yeah. I respect it. If you are yeah. crossing an international border, in pursuit of cheese. That's fine with me. I would like to get a photo of said cheese and spices. And I just want to see what we're missing out on up here. We can make that happen. Thank you. Next time he goes down there, we'll absolutely get a photo of his cheese and spices. Back to the other question. Anybody else that you think could potentially threaten the Oilers in the division? What about Calgary? Let's just talk about it. They made a big trade last week after we spent an hour last Friday, making fun of them for losing their two best players that evening. They went out and made a hell of a trade. Great deal. I don't know. Like it's if the uh, if the Oilers made that exact trade, everyone would be sitting there going, "Well, dude, you just got two guys for UFAs." Like 
you lose them, they could walk for free. It's, it's, it's a terrible yep. trade. So the fact everybody wants to get on board and, and just pump their tires so fast, I'm like, okay, I get it, but it's not over yet. You have to sign these guys. If you don't sign these guys and you move them at the deadline, you're probably, you know, you push back your, um, your rebuild then at least a full season, right? Like if you made the tra- the trade for picks at, in this summer, then you're a little bit ahead of doing it in April or March yep. or whenever the hell it is. It's a gamble. It is. And, and they have not signed him yet. But if they do trade both guys at the deadline, they could get a haul in terms of like first round picks for those two guys. And then and you'd think Calgary so. could walk into you think so. But what kind of what kind of what kind of deadline deals have we seen lately? Have, have they been that big, that that big? And Huberto, you know, he doesn't have Barkov. He doesn't have Reinhardt. He doesn't have all of Ekblad. And now he's he's in a fishbowl. Like over there, it's it's pretty easy to, to go to work and then to go to the he, beach. And who knows how he handles the, how how he handles even so, playing in the West, like the travel, the the, the style of hockey. Like I said, in the fishbowl, it's 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 not a guarantee right now. It, I'm, I would, as a Flames fan, I'd be. Opti- I'd be I'd be a little worried. I'd be a little I'd be a little suspect about what's going on right now. Giroux at the uh, at the deadline got you Owen Tippett a third and a first, and I think Huberto is much more st- substantial than that. I think first. he gets you another first almost on that. A prospect in two firsts is probably Huberto at the deadline. Uyghur is better than Ben Sherratt, and Sherratt got a first and a prospect as well. I but think. those first, what like what number do they go at? Later. Obviously like a 30 but and, still, and a two. Or if two. you were to sell off at the value we threw out here, and I've done this exercise on real life before, but um, at the end of the day, if it, it pushes a tough decision down the line. Because if you're five points out of a playoff spot at the deadline, what do you do? Yeah, You either sell off and go into the rebuild and accept defeat, or you keep these guys, try to add and try to sneak into the playoffs. It's a tough, tough decision to have to make at that time. If you decide to go all in, then yeah, you need to resign these guys for the trade to be worth it in hindsight. But even if you trade them, you would then walk out of the Kachuk deal. If you get two firsts for Giroux, one for Uyghur, uh, you already got one and you're probably getting a prospect in the Uyghur and the Giroux deals as well. That's six, maybe more assets. Are those going to be 23 draft picks? Are they going to be 24? Either way, if you're going to rebuild, you need a lot of assets, right? Mm -hmm. You're just going to stockpile a bunch of shit. Um, or I really do think the flames have a chance to sign both of them. Like, do you we, actually though? I do. Yeah, I, I do. Like, don't I mean, you so think that Trey Living would have talked to these guys before? Don't you think that, I mean, Florida must know what Huberto wants, right? Probably. They would have had this conversation and they said, all right, that's just too much for us. And but, that's why they went with, and that's why they went with Kachuk. What does that mean then? What, what kind of numbers are you looking for? If nine and a half, you know, obviously it was more than nine and a half. So are we talking 11, are we talking 12, are we, is Calgary ready to pay that? And then all of a sudden it's not in, um, it's not in tax-free area, right? Like with, yeah. with Kachuk's contract being all signing bonus or the majority of being signing bonus, yeah. that's all tax-free, right? And then his $1 million is what gets taxed in the whatever, when he's playing wherever he plays, right? Um, but yeah, I'm just really curious to see what Huberto signing. If Florida said no, what does he want? And I, and Calgary has to know, Trailing must have talked to them. They have $36 million in cap space next summer. Who does? Calgary. So yeah, what, I, like if you want to keep Huberto, you could probably keep him. But at, at what point do you say this is too expensive? And that's a good point. Like, well, you don't it's wanna... also, I guess to that point, it's how much pressure is there on tree living to avoid the rebuild? Huge. Like ma- well, maintain. he can't lose his job. I don't yeah. think Huge. if you're a GM and you go into a rebuild, you're basically saying, okay, at some point I'm getting fired. Yeah. This is someone, yeah, I'm, I'm you're so, up the hole for someone else. with that in mind, then do you kind of, you lost Gaudreau, you lost mm-hmm. Kachuk. Do you open the bag for Huberto? I think you're almost forced to, or at least have that conversation. Um, 
you know, because I'm, I'm with Rick in the sense that I, I can't wait to see what he looks like in Calgary. Cause it's just, it's not the same situation. No, no, it's not. It's not as good of a forward group. And the other thing that worries me, and this is the reason why Calgary wasn't even close to being in the conversation with Vancouver and Vegas for me is, are you getting a 40 goal season from Elias Lindholm again? Probably, Probably not. not. Are you getting 35 or whatever they got from Andrew Mangiapane again? I don't think so. Okay, well, so if you've got Iberto Lindholm, Mangiapane as your first line, that's a pretty solid first line. Yeah, it's but a, those guys aren't used to playing first line minutes. So now look who you're playing against as opposed to playing secondary if, fiddle. To, you know, it's a little bit easier by that back If there. you view Huberto as the Goudreau replacement. Which I would. He's then, not Kachuk. Yeah. He's closer to Goudreau yeah. than Kachuk. And you still haven't replaced Kachuk. Yeah. And that's a big, big hole in your forward group that I think really hurts. 100 some odd points, right? Yeah, he had 100 points last season. And like Mangiapane, again, he had a great season and those goals really helped the Flames team that needed to score. But what did he shoot? What was his shooting percentage last year? And a lot of his goals came at the beginning of the year. He, Huge, he yeah, shot 18.9%. He went off in the first half. What yeah. is his uh, average kind of shooting percentage? Well, I, it's, his career is 17. So it's a bit of a drop, but I would argue that even then it, it'll probably drop off a little bit more than that. Like he's a 20, 25 goal guy, no doubt. 25, you could argue 25, 30 goal, but I don't think he's hitting 35 again. Like, and you got to wonder what happens with, with Markstrom. Does he, is he able to do what he did last year? I mean, yeah. what did he have double digit shutouts or real close to that anyways? Well, like in the first half of this uh, in December, he had six, six shutouts by that yeah, point already. Silly, right? right. So I just, the flames are a team that I think is ripe for aggression and there's no denying like their blue lines now. Their better. blue line is stacked. Yeah. And, and that'll help, right? That blue line in front of Markstrom, it'll be very hard to score on them. Yes. But I also think they're a team that's going to be saying, they go, who it's tough for us to score goals. Yeah, we'll see. But like with Manji Apani, you never know, right? That could just be what he shoots. Yeah, I maybe. remember the exact same conversation being had about Leon where Leon, his shooting percentage never seems to dip. Yeah. But that's two way different players there, right? hundred percent. But still, it's not like shooting percentage always has to drop after a, yeah, that's a good point. After a sky high one. I guess that's more so my point. Either way, though, I just like I can't believe the trade that Tree Living was able to get done for a guy who vehemently said he wasn't resigning there. That's what surprised me the most. Yeah. And yes, they're going into UFAs, but cross that bridge when you get there. Does, like, also, if you're Florida, are you not trying to win a ring right now? Like, no, I get it for Florida. I mean, I you, I get why you'd bring in a Kachuk. Yeah, but I don't sacrifice. understand why they threw in Uyghur on that deal. Like I thought, I didn't think they had to Huberto, the prospect and the first would be like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. That but like to have Uyghur on there is like on top of that. Is that just, the, he's very, moving, is that just moving salary at that point? But you could have gotten so much for Uyghur. I think who was Uyghur really playing good. with last year? He was with Ekblad when Ekblad was healthy. Cause we're not going to run into like some Mark Fain stuff. Are we? We're like, this no. dude looked real good in the East and then whatever he comes <laughs> over to the West and <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I mean, who, who is that? Oh, the Fain and Lars, both of them. Right. Yeah. yeah they both had, was it? I forget who they're playing. Andrew Andy McDonald. Green. Andy Green. Yeah. Or we've seen it though. We've seen yeah, it we firsthand have. that, that the defense from the East came over with a, a lot of, promise and whatnot. And it just really didn't pan out the same way. So yep. the game's a little bit different on this side of the, uh, on this side of the continent. So we'll see what happens here, but I'm, I'm definitely not ready to, uh, to, to, to give the flames that a plus grade that so many people are, they're trying to do right now. I don't think, I don't know. I, I just, I kind of am. I kind of am that deal. I give them a winning grade on, but on their off season as a whole, I don't because you didn't replace Kachuk. You replaced. Well, Kudrow. you can't, so you got worse. And you just pushed, the only thing they could have done back another problem though. The only thing they could have done to replace Kachuk and it wasn't even on the table for them is if they made that trade to get Huberto and they signed Evander Kane, then that would have been, yeah. but that wasn't even on the table for him. He was yeah. off the, he was off the market. 
fuck, it's a good thing Kachuk waited and this Goudreau thing fell apart at the last minute and you just were able to sign Kane because, yeah, I could totally see a scenario where the Flames would have like done this deal and been like, hey, Evander, how much are the Oilers offering you? One million more. Yeah. Come on. And that would have been a little worrisome. Still surprised he signed for what he signed. Yeah, I am too. I think he is as well. <laughs> he had to know it was out there. Yeah, I mean, going in, you're definitely expecting a little, a little bit more on both yeah. sides, you know, the term and the dollars, but he, he had to, he had, right again. but he had to sit there and go, you know what? That's what I want to go with. And you had to think there's six, seven year contracts out there for him at probably north of what we offered him. Yeah. I think there are certainly downsides sometimes to having an old school GM who can be at times, I, th- I think a little stubborn. Uh, we talk about, you know, lack of creativity sometimes with the salary cap and stuff, but I think there are also clear upsides to it. And this Kane thing, even the Kulak thing, the Pugliarvi situation. We'll talk about him in a second. Those are, those are clear, clear examples of Ken Holland's experience shining through. Yeah. He wasn't like, he didn't blink. Nope. No. They're playing chicken. Holland's just like, all right, let's fucking drive, baby. And I think they're getting to a spot right now where they're even more dangerous now because you've got the, the like almost a two-headed warrior there where it's he's kind of got that and he's got guys around him that are that new way yeah. of thinking and you're trying to put the, the best of those two things together. Yeah. It is interesting, right? Like for an Oilers organization where there's so many people that take shots at them for hiring their friends and hiring their buddies or whatever. And then Holland brings in Brad Holland as the AGM and all everybody says, well, actually, you know what? This is working out pretty well. Remember everyone who lost their mind over Keith Gretzky being here? Keith's done a really good job, I think. Yeah, down in Baker. Like right. that's yeah. kind of Keith's thing and yeah. Bakersfield is shooting up some good talent. Yeah, they should be a fun team to watch. It's they're going to be young, but it's going to be fun. Very young, yeah. Cornerstone Insurance. Boys, I need to tell you about them. Cornerstoneins.ca. For 90 years and four generations, Cornerstone Insurance has been a family and employee-owned business right here in Edmonton, Alberta, with all of the insurance products you could ever hope for. Auto, residential, commercial, life insurance. It's right there on the website. Get a quote. Get it done. Cornerstoneins.ca. Cornerstoneins.ca. May I give you my testimonial? Please. So I recently acquired the nation truck. Very exciting. Had to get it insured. Which by the way, you could win Tyler's truck at the golf tournament on August 19th. Nationgear.ca. Wildly concerning. For What's me. Jay driving then? Is that Bronco? The Bronco. Yeah, Bronco. So I needed insurance. Called insurance place number one. Sat on hold for 35 minutes only to have them tell me after 10 more minutes on the phone, we won't insure this vehicle. Okay, Why? Super. Because it has uh, company decals on it. They were like, you need to register this as like a blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Okay. It was confusing. Onward. Called insurance company number two. Mm-hmm. Waited, waited 40 minutes on hold. And then finally I got a text from Jay because I was complaining about it. He goes, why wouldn't you just call Cornerstone? I was going to say, didn't you just read that? And I was like, <laughs> like how did you miss And this? I was like, yeah, you're, why am I not calling Cornerstone? <laughs> I call Cornerstone. The kind of like reception picks up and I go, yeah, I'm looking for car insurance in Alberta. She goes, yeah, one second. I'll forward you to bill. Instant. Did not wait on hold for a sniff. They just, and Bill's there. He's first and last name. Tyler Armstrong goes, oh, great. What do you think of the Pugliarvi signing? So that's a good deal. <laughs> I think it's good to have him back. All right. Well, let's get this insurance done up for you. Boom. Done within like an hour. Everything sorted out. In insurance the time, done. A little bit of Oilers talk mixed well in there done. as well. Yeah. Come on. It was great. And like to the fact that I sat on hold with two companies combined for over an hour and didn't get insurance and under an hour. I was told, hey, yeah, here's all the options for you. Here's your cheapest one. Here's another one. Blah, blah, blah. Boom, boom. Which one do you want? This one. Perfect. See ya. Good. Done. Shout out to Cornerstone. Shout out to Cornerstone. You too can have a excellent experience like Tyler did. Cornerstoneins.ca. Shout out to Bill. You brought him. You brought him up. Let's talk about him. Yes. Pulley RV. One year deal. Three million bucks avoided arbitration. That was going to happen. That was supposed to happen today. 
I believe, right? 27, yeah. Did not happen. What do you think? One year, 3 million bucks. That's less than the, you know, the kind of estimated hundred grand per point arbitration kind of thing that we were talking about. So yeah, that would have had them at least at 3.6, if not more. Yeah. So one year with 3 million bucks. What do you think? Good deal for both sides. Pugliarvi gets one more year and 3 million bucks in his pocket and another chance to prove he can fit in in the top nine here. Uh, the Oilers get cost certainty, whether they now want to move on from the player or just keep him as a reliable top nine kind of winger who's good at each end of the ice. And, you know, maybe he takes a step forward and that 3 million ends up being a real bargain for them. Like I just, I see a bunch of positives here across the board. I think it will. And let me tell you why. He had something like 23 points in those first 28 games last year. Something like that. Then he got COVID. Then he got a little bit banged up and just didn't quite look the same down the stretch and into the playoffs. Maybe lost a little bit of confidence because of those injuries slash COVID slash being out of the mix, whatever. I want to see, I saw enough in that first chunk of the season, the first 28 games that it made me go, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like let's, let's calm down a second here. I want more of that. I want to see if there's more of that that can follow up. And I think there's, I think it's there. He showed enough upside to me last year that giving up on him because of a mediocre, I guess, tail end of the year, it didn't make sense to me. So I was very excited about the signing. I hope it sticks. I hope he's here. I want him to be. I think he's part of the solution. Yeah. You know what? I've, I've, I was, I've been on board the whole time with saying, I think they're going to keep him. Um, I think the contract's perfect for him. I think he can still fulfill it. Uh, I don't think he, even if he doesn't have a great, great year, I don't think it's going to be a terrible overpay, but I do think if he has a down year, that it's probably the last, last kick of the can with him here. But I I don't see that happening. Like you said, in the first half of the season, he looked really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um, I do believe there was a, uh, there was a, uh, a deal on the table at that point and they just chose not to sign it quite yet and ran into whatever. and, And it was what it was, but here we are right now. I think after, after the end of the season, he was a little down. I mean, that's just yeah. whatever that happens, right? You're down on yourself. You just got eliminated in four in the playoffs. That's going to suck. You're a little sad, you know, you're a little frustrated. So yeah, you give it some time. We've seen it before that as time moves on, um, things can ease up. He's a little bit easier on himself and he, and he, and he goes back to uh, that big giant smile. So I totally expect to see him here in September, whenever training camp is. And I would not be surprised at all to see him have an, a con- continuation of the first half of last year. Tyler, I still wouldn't be stunned if he ends up getting traded in the next month. But do you think the offers are going to be better now? Do you yes. think the offers like now that they know, I just, I, I don't think they will be because I don't think everyone's willing to make that trade based on analytics quite yet. No, but people weren't willing to make that trade and we because they didn't know what arbitration maybe. and let's face it at the end of the year, he's he back was- in arbitration, right? Yeah, he's going to be an RFA again. So next isn't he? Summer. Yeah, so isn't he in the exact same slot, spot? But at least you'd get a year of knowing if you want to sign a guy like that long term or not, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I still think there's a chance he's moved in the next month, but I think if he's in the lineup, this deal presents a chance for him to be a great value for the Oilers. Like if he pops you 20 goals and 55 points next season, which he was more or less on pace to do last year, like. Yeah. You're he, laughing at a $3 million. He was on pace rate. for something like 42, 43 points over the course of a full year anyway. 
Yeah. You know, so I was a little bit surprised almost how people were, some people were so down on his production because I didn't see the same thing. He had a bad playoff, so he can't argue that. Like, yeah. What happened okay, What fun. happened in 17 when Everly didn't have a great playoffs and, and they moved on from him? And what happened? What did we see out of that? You kind of learned from your mistakes. Yep. But I think he just turned in such a big argument of the pro analytics to the I pro whatever, the anti analytics, I guess, for the lack of a better term, that it just be, it got blown up. So if you can like, take yourself away from Twitter and just the hockey world and, and look at the organization itself. I don't think they were that up or that down on them. And I think it's just with you look at a player like that, who can skate that well, can move the puck. Um, his analyst, when he's not scoring goals, the puck's not going in the other end. Right. Mm-hmm. We already know that. So I mean, at that point, I think you, you definitely go one more round with them. Yeah. They don't have a ton down the right side and they don't have a lot of size either. And that is actually a really interesting point from an Oilers perspective is, you know, in terms of guys who are like natural right wingers, who is it? You've got Yamo who doesn't have a contract yet. You've got Pooley RV. Yeah. And granted, you know, you're probably hoping to, you're probably going to be moving and flipping someone over like Hyman. I think this year will probably be a right winger. And I know his numbers get a little bit worse on the right side. Or maybe you flip Kane to be a right wing or whatever you end up doing. One of those two is going to be a permanent right winger. And it might just be a one-year situation where Bakersfield is producing a right winger for us to play here next year, whether it be, I don't know, like Borgo, or maybe that's a little bit early for him. No, 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 I don't think it's Maybe someone steps up the um, Mm -hmm. uh, Philip. uh, What is that? The kid from No, Philip. Yeah, from U of A. A. You never know. Like there's... They have some some players coming, but they're not ready this season, right? So maybe just play them for one year and... If it's a great, if it's a good year, cool. Let's, let's try and figure out a long-term deal. If not, then we move on and we really focus on in Bakersfield and developing a right winger. That's why another reason I think that it's interesting that Ken Holland hasn't traded a first round pick since he's been here, even in the trade that saw Cassian go to Arizona, he still, they just flip picks. Yeah. So hopefully some of these kids can start to like the board go. I know he's banged up right now. I think, right. Yeah. He, well, yeah, he's got some sort of. It kept him out of development camp. He's not what, playing at the World Jays or anything like that. I honestly don't think a lot of guys are going to be playing there. No. Like, if you have a, a chance at the at the NHL, don't I don't think any it. of those guys are going. No. I think if you're a top-end pick, you're probably not playing there either. No, Nobody wants to get hurt there. And when you're going to, like, this is this is the jumping off for your, for your career. We saw with Tyler Benson when he ran into a little bit of injury at this point of his career, and it really held him back. Maybe, yeah. you know, who, who knows how long, but... Yeah, I don't think any of those guys are going to take uh, take advantage of this tournament. He's a guy who's who could maybe be in the mix this year, hey? He could be a cheap, could be a bottom. bottom. He got another contract. Yeah, no, I think he's, I think he's got a good. I think he's a good attitude, good in the room. Um, he's going to be a guy that can move up and move down in the lineup and of between teams. And yeah, I, he's not going probably not going to be your top six guy, but I think he's done everything you wanted to in the bottom six to uh, to give him another two way contract. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost surprised that he actually signed it himself. Yeah, I was a little bit. Yeah, me too. You'd think he would view, and maybe because he's a hometown kid, he's willing to give this team another chance. Maybe. But I just, I look at the bottom six and go, it looks Where's crowded. the opportunity? Yeah, like especially with the Yanmark signing. I think, yeah, it's it, bottom six isn't a thing anymore. It's a top nine and a bottom three. So yeah, that's fair. Since you brought it up, summer is officially here. What a better way to cool off than at the rink during the first ever summer world junior tournament. Single game tickets for the tournament are on sale now, starting at just 40 bucks. Grab your sunglasses. The brightest stars in the junior game are coming to Edmonton in August. Get tickets through the IIHF website. Go watch a little hockey. It's nice to watch some hockey in August. We never had this before. A little bit of air conditioning too for this heat. Oh yeah. A little free AC. Well, 
part of it included with your purchase. It's probably freezing in there still, right? Oh, It'd be man. outside in shorts and oh, t-shirt or whatever. You're going inside, you got a pair of pants and a, and, and a sweater in your bag. Yeah. Just in case guys, I mean, you know how cold that it is. That barn, inside. yeah. So the others I think are looking pretty good up front. Here are the daily face-off lines. Go for it. Ooh. McDavid with Hyman and Kane. Drysider with Nugent Yamamoto. McLeod with Fogel and Pugliarvi. Ryan with Yanmark and Shore. All the way not on there yet, hey? No. Could be. If you throw Fogel on that fourth line and your third line is Holloway, McLeod, Pugliarvi. I think Fogel and, and I don't like it, but where I does, think you'll see does, Fogel uh, go for, for picks. To her, yeah, uh, I, think, I think Fogel gets traded as well. Space. Where does Brock have Nuge? Uh, second line with Drysaddle. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I think that's going to be a very fluid situation where yeah. you've got three or four centers to play the top three spots. Yeah, because yeah. they look good when they were stacked up last year. But, yeah, but McLeod, if they trust him to take on a bigger role. I also don't mind him on the wing, so I could see him and Nuge flipping a yeah. lot. I um, think they'll give him a bigger role. I mean, last year he played PB2, PK1, yeah. number three line. He was out there in the last couple of minutes. It was, that dude got a lot last year. Yeah, scored that Especially big goal. Especially once Woody came in, like... That was his guy. Um, the interesting thing, though, you mentioned Fogel. Like right now, the Oilers cap situation is still pretty complicated. Once you put Smith and Clefbaum on LTIR, you're only going to have about two point something million and you need to get Hamamoto and McLeod done. That's not enough. No. So you need to move someone. It's either Pugliarvi or Fogel being sacrificed from the forward group, I believe. And I think you've got uh, you've got more down the left side that you'd rather well, create that hole than on the right. And just purely on an economic standpoint. Fogel had 26 points in 80 games last year. Pugliarvi had 36 and 65. Like we're just talking point per dollar. Yeah. The off- offensive upside is, uh, you, you can't have a guy making a shade under 3 million bucks on your fourth line. We just had that in Cassian. Yeah. So that's not a shot at Warren Fogel at all. It's just no. the economics of having a salary cap that hasn't moved in a couple of years, you know? And it's not going anywhere next year. Fucking tough in these streets, baby. Uh, you mentioned Kaylor Yamamoto. Uh, Bob Stoffer tweeted out uh, a couple of days ago. Kaylor Yamamoto has an arbitration date scheduled for August 9th. He had 20 goals, 21 assists for 41 points in 81 games, including uh, 12 goals, 13 assists, 25 points in 37 games playing for Jay Woodcroft. Yamamoto is a popular teammate who wins puck battles and plays on both PP2 and the PK. Wouldn't surprise me if he got a multi-year extension, says Stoffer. Does the multi-year bring his dollar down? Has to. How much? I think the multi-year would bring his... Uh, I don't know if it brings his value down. Like, I mean, that's that's the thing, right? The based trade, on, you so give, based give on, him another year and it brings his AAV down. That's based just, on the general arbitration rule we've been operating with. Yeah. 41 points. That's 4.1 million bucks. I wonder if he would sign a four by four. I don't see we call I that mean. the Russell around here. Mm-hmm. Right. It, and maybe... Like four by four feels like maybe it's close to market value, maybe a shade high, actually. So if you're doing that, you're more or less walking him right to his UFA years. Yes. So that should be a value to Yamamoto, actually, to be like, hey, you could be a UFA at 27 when the cap's going up. So maybe you could do like a four by 3.25. Yeah, so I'm talking. You got to get back in the threes. Yeah. If you get, yeah, if you have it in a low threes and you extend it a little bit, that'd be all right. And let's face it, this team is, this team is good. Yeah. People want to be here, right? So like if you're Yamamoto, I think you would even have to consider taking four years by like three mil just from the sense of you're still getting 12 million bucks in your pocket. That's good. <laughs> That's or I'm really wondering if they go more along the line of a three year because a certain sexy German needs a new contract in three years. I think the, the cap's going up by then and you you'll find it. an extra. Sure. But I think like with a what guy kind like of raises that, he getting? 
If, uh, if I'm Leon, I'm expecting a three million healthy one. Three million dollar raise. Oh, I think that's light. Depending on how much the cap goes up, I wouldn't be. I I could see a match in Connor. We saw that's it. You know what though? We saw it in Pittsburgh. I know those guys didn't. Those guys didn't go. They didn't, didn't go crazy. They didn't. Right. They kept a res- respectable. It's just a matter of if down. the cap shoots up ten million, I could see Leon being like. Oh, I'm setting the mark, baby. Well, 14, 15 would, mil. And who could say he wouldn't earn it at that point? I've heard Nathan McKinnon wants to get 15 mil. I was going to say, that's not even setting the mark at that point from what we understand. Yeah. Or maybe they're, they'll get hooked on winning. That's what I think it comes down to. I think you got three guys, years to get some stuff done here. Yeah. And there's no reason like this team is, this team is set. Like Holland has two things to do next year. Yeah. And that's the interesting part about this group Unless right now is the core of your team is more or less locked up up front. McDavid, Drysaddle, Hyman, Nuge, all under contract for the next three seasons. Kane? Yeah, sorry, Kane in there as well. All under contract for the next three seasons. Nurse, CeCe, Kulak, and Bouchard. That's your top four. And they are all under either contract or team control. Yeah. And your goaltender. And your goalies. And your and your future goaltender is yeah. supposed to be on the, on, the, on the way too, right? So, yeah. Dude, like, like this. They're so locked in right now. It's oh, yeah, we're <laughs> locked in. Need some upgrades though. So that's yep. my next question for you guys. Looking at it as it's set right now, Tyler, what is, uh, are you on daily faceoff still? Yeah. What do you got for a, what do you got for the defensive group right now? Nurse with CC, Kulak with Bouchard, Broberg with Barry. How confident are you in that group of six? If like, let's score it out of 10. 5.5. Is it? We don't know if nurse is healthy to start the season. That's concerning. You are he was gift. golfing at Zach Hyman's golf tournament. You'd yeah, have to that's imagine fair. That's, that's probably fair. A, a good sign. sign. Um, but you got Nurse. Okay, he struggled in the playoffs. Probably health related. All that. I get it. He didn't probably have a great regular sure, season though. Yeah. And then, you know he was and he yeah. was partnered up with Bush for a lot. And Bush was trying to find his way. And I don't think Duncan Keith had a great season by any means. But you're swapping him essentially on this blue line for Broberg. Inexperienced. Never had a full time NHL job. That's concerning. Like well, I he, think you're swapping him for, for Kulak, who's going to take his minutes, and then you've got Broberg coming in at that next spot. Still, regardless. Yeah. Like, you're trusting Broberg with full-time NHL duties on a pairing, likely, with either Bouchard or Barry. Like, that's just... I don't, I don't know. It's, it's concerning. It's not like a blue it. line that you look at and go, wow, great, we're set. That's a blue line you look at and go, no, they need to add a piece. But it's because they're young, right? I think they've got, on the right side, I think they've got two of the same player. Barry had a pretty good playoff. So just to give him credit for that. Yeah. Yeah. As, as the role of the player that we're looking at him for right now. But then I would also give a bunch of credit for that to Brett Kulak. Fine. And you know what? This is what I, I honestly, I take this exact six. I take the D into the season. I, I, I think like, you make, I think you look at, at bringing in the, that extra piece um, mid season around the deadline. But I honestly think that because you have so much youth coming in and to make things easier, that you roll 11 and seven. It makes it easier for Bush. It makes it easier for Broberg. It makes it easier for you get um, your next two defensemen that you're hoping are ready to go for next year, Nemo and DeHarnay, or maybe DeHarnay is a little bit further back than that, but they're getting some actual ice time now. It's going to be easier for them knowing that seven defensemen, I think that they're going to go 11 and seven for the most of the year. It's going to help develop the youth. It's going to help uh, keep some of the minutes down for some of the bigger guys. And yeah, you start looking at, um, you see what you have. Like, I think they are good enough right now 
to still win the division with this, with the defense that they have right now. Probably. Um, I don't see any reason to make that move right now. I think you move, make that move later on in the, in the, in the uh, year, because you have to make sure some of these guys are ready for next year and playing 11 and seven, as we saw last year is helpful for these young guys. But we almost, we know that there will be a point and probably a stretch where there is two guys missing from this lineup. Yeah. And that's fair. I mean, that stuff's always going to happen, but Mm -hmm. you have to be looking at in a perfect world that if we roll 11 and seven, we're getting reduced minutes for the big guys. So they're ready to go to the playoffs. We're getting extra minutes for the young guys. So they're ready for the future, whatever it is. Um, And then I don't think it's that terrible, terrible. I think it's good enough to get through the season. I think they still need to add one more. Would you, would you make that ad right now? Or would you make that ad mid season? I would would sign either Dehan or Russell right now. I would try to see what Fogel plus Broberg plus the first could get you. Broberg, Fogel, and a first. It's not getting you chicken. But like, what could it get you? I don't even know who's really on the market. Like, well, who knows, right? Like yeah, yeah. I would try to do something. Cause I just, whether it's on the third pairing of Broberg and Bouchard or Broberg and Barry, I don't like that third pairing at all. No. But in the regular season, I think it's fine. I yeah. think when the playoffs for sure, but I, I, I'm ready to make a move at that point. And then do you take it into the season, try and find a team that's maybe um, not playing as well. And you kind of take advantage of a GM who's, who's under the knife at that point. Yeah. Like maybe in the season, it gets easier to go get Carson Susie, right? That's what I'm thinking is uh, making that, making that move is going to be easier uh, mid season. Cause I think a lot of GMs right now are going to be feeling <sighs> their, their pieces are worth full, full price right now. And hopefully in the, in the in mid season, you can get them at 85 cents on the dollar or something. Like that. Uh, you, you would saw, I would feel so much better about this blue line if you swapped Barry for Susie right now, you'd have I, a I would bet. love a guy. And I hate, I mean, almost hate to say it like a Larson type on that defense. Yeah. We don't have one, but then That's you're asking, then you're asking Bouchard to, to carry all the offense. Well, the majority of the offense, right? You did it last year. Mm-hmm. Well, cause he had Barry still there. Like is, do you have Barry there as the, as the safety net for half the season for him? Make sure he's ready to roll. Not, not, not you could, throw like, it on 100%. his, not full, fill up his plate too much right now. That's where I'm, I'm a big fan is 11 and seven, man. They just don't have a seven, seven good demon right now. Oh, well, that, I think you use the youth and then you use your coaching. Like he did it last year. Right now, Slater Cuckoo is your seventh defenseman. Yeah. See, I'm, um, I get that. I, if you're, if Slater Cuckoo give me my seventh when I need six, but my seventh, when I want to play 11 and seven, I'm going with the youth. So what you're keeping Nima lining up. Yeah, I'd probably keep both of them up. And then when you're playing seven, and I think I probably break it down almost half and half, Nima Linen and DeHarnay. So give them both and see where we're ready to go for next year. I just don't think this team's in like a play the youth and wait and see kind of mode. I'd rather see them just go into the season loaded up. And that's why, I don't know, call Seattle, see what they want for Susie, try to do something there. You know, call the Islanders, see if they want to do anything for Scott Mayfield. Maybe you can do something there. Like the other thing too is, if you move it, let's say, let's put Mayfield into this. He's 29 makes 1.45 million. Good defensive D man right side. If you swap Barry for Mayfield, you have to add to that a little bit. So depending on what you have to add, but you swap Barry for Mayfield, you're saving $3.05 million. Then you're keeping Fogel and Yamamoto and, and, and your forward group is better. And like, is that worth sacrificing a second or a prospect or whatever yes. you have to give up? Yes. yes. So well, depending on what prospect, gonna, I, like I'm not like Jay where I'm just going to sit here and pound the table and be like trade for Chikrin or I else. was texting him yesterday. I have it in full. <laughs> I have it in full form that he's all good going 11 and seven and making an ad. Um, this defense core with the way it is right now is good enough to win the division. And you make your ad at the, at cause the he was a line. beaten man yesterday. That's oh, all. Yeah. I would just, I was really, trying to chase Bouchard out of the town yeah, for, for years know. right now. 
Well, I would just like to see, you know, a defensive D-man in the Barry spot. Again, if you're listening to this right now, please continue with dad is part of the solution on all of Jay's Instagram posts, please. We're, uh, we're starting to stack those up on all his pictures. They're a little old now. The photos, Jay doesn't post a whole lot there, but dad is part of the solution. Just That's keep okay. Just popping keep on them all through. So what would you give this defense out of 10? I asked Tyler. He said 5.5. Oh, I'm probably not going much more than a seven. Seven is bold. Yeah, but I don't think so. Like to 70, me that, that, 70% isn't that great, but the seven, this almost these six defensemen got you to the Western final last year. I would say I'd give a six out of 10, which is passable, but where are you thrilled? I'm not. See there. I, yep. There's Tyler's. Foot. Are you thrilled? I'm with, not. with my seven, there, I think there's a lot of uh, potential youth there. And I think that they can, I'm a big fan of the 11 seven, just cause it gives Connor and Leon an extra shift out there every now and then. Yeah. But I don't want to do that too much next season. Hey, I don't, think, it, I don't think it'd be them anyways. I think yeah. they split it up. They anyways. split it up pretty good. Woodcroft was good at that when they do it. Like was, not always doing Connor and Leon. Yeah. I mean, he just, he balanced out everybody's minutes so well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you get the right coaching and I, I, I think you can go with that 11, seven for, I'm looking forward to a full year of Woody, the positive messages, the weird poses, the power poses. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I think that's something as well. Like a full year of Vander Kane, full year of Brett Kulak upgrade between the pipes. Like remember last year they were running Koski and Skinner for a while. Campbell and Skinner is much better than that. And a full year of Woodcroft and, and his impact on the team, I think will be great. Like I, this team should clear a hundred points relatively easily next season. I can't wait to get the season going. Like, oh, me get, too. Get, like get, get the boys in here, start getting on the VO two tests or whatever the hell those things are. And yeah, I just, let's just get this season going. Like it's, woo. that's when whatever. I start let's to get excited. August. Let's go. That's when I start to get excited is like late August. When you see the boys on the social feeds, oh. they're starting to cut roll back into town. Yeah. That'll be good. But at the same time, I'm not wishing away summer. Weather's no. been great. It's been fantastic. Years we have been good. Two weeks we're going to Toronto, pal. But man, we were we were in remember how it was? We were in the conference finals. I know. But this is almost like the the regular season will still be fun. But there there'll almost be that like anticipation and anticipation and that pressure of like, oh, we gotta get back. We gotta get back. Oh, Makes you want it so much more when you've had a taste of it, right? Oof. Let's yeah. go. Oh, I'm very much looking forward to the season. I'm very much looking forward to the season. 75 days, according to Waz's countdown. Mm-hmm. As you listen to this today, July 29th. Yep. So we got a 5.5 for Tyler out of 10. We got a seven for Rick. I'm giving it a six. I want to hear from you. Owen radio podcast on Twitter and Instagram out of 10. How comfortable are you with the Oilers defense as it currently stands? Don't today? forget. Most of these guys got them to this Western final last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think a five, five is just a little bit too low for me. Tyler. Yep. It's time for ask the idiots. But before we get to ask the idiots, let's pause for an ad. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now I want you to tell me about Montana's because I know you are a big rib guy because we're going to get Montana's messy around here. I really do love ribs and Montana's is the barbecue expert when it comes to ribs in Canada. They smoke their ribs in house every day and sauce and fire grill them to order. Their legendary all you can eat ribs promo is coming up seven days a week till the end of summer. We're going to have more on this in the start of August. That's when things really get rolling. But there's going to be some all you can eat ribs. Also, if you use the hashtag get Montana's messy. You can win some weekly prizes. I don't want to give away too much, but both this podcast and the real life podcast are going to be hashtag getting get Montana's messy. We're going to be getting Montana's messy is what I'm saying with some unique content in the next month. We could even be doing some on location podcasting. We may. And also uh, Sunday, August 7th. So next Sunday, not this coming one. They're doing an event out at Rundle Park where you can try some of their ribs and I'll be there. Are you going to be cooking? No, people don't want that. You sure? Well, people, I heard on the radio today, you got the barbecue going now. You're, I do. You know, I you're, uh, oh, you did barbecue for the first time the other day. He's what dipping his it? toes in the barbecue world now. It's, I think you What'd should you storm in the deep end. Some pork. Mm. Like, like pork do, like, chops, uh, pork loin. What are we talking pork about? Loin. Some pork pork loin. Loin. I like it. Pork loin, yeah. Oh, nice pork yeah. loin. It was good. Delightful. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Corn on the cob. Ooh. Mm. Did you grill it? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wrap it up in the foil. Absolutely. Lather it in butter and salt and pepper so it's not healthy whatsoever. Well, corn isn't healthy for you anyway. Nope. Fair enough. It's just starches. It's this man, it's summertime. It's delicious. It's Who summertime. cares? Eat what you got. Exactly. Yeah, keep it you're tight. A, in the you're a young man still. I got my uh, burning it off, no problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. You got or at the least, lawn afterwards, you're burning right off. You got a couple of years left until you start expanding horizontally. <laughs> 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 All right, Tyler, ask the idiots time for our friends at Montana's. I'm excited about some ribs. First question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Tyler, is Ryan Nugent Hopkins a name in the rafters guy at the end of his career if he finishes out this contract? Keeping in mind, he'd easily be the longest tenured oiler at that point. If that's not a high enough bar, what do you think it would take? The thing is, while he may become the longest tenured oiler ever, they have this thing about Hall of Famers only in the rafters. And I kind of like it like that is reserved for an oiler who is also a great amongst the sport. And Nuge just won't be at that level. Unfortunately, he will be Fucking dare you. He will be an all time great Edmonton oiler, but he will never be a hockey. I, or I don't see him being a hockey Hall of Famer per se. So that is why you need the ring of honor in the ring up around kind of like what the Blue Jays have. They have retired numbers, but also their level of excellence in the 500 Ooh, level. The upgrades going on at Rogers are going to look. Oh, we'll sweet. talk about that, but Anyways, I think that's why you need like a level of excellence in Rogers that can show off some. We've talked about this a hundred times. Show off the fan favorite, show off the people and the players who are legend people and players who are legendary Oilers, but not necessarily hockey legends. Rick, new jump in the rafters. Only if we get that ring of honor thing. Like, I, yeah, like Tyler said, it's it's a Hall of Fame situation. And 
it is what it is. I, I'm completely behind the Hall of Fame thing part of it. So if you find a way to do the just honoring, you know, the, some of the greats through the city, then I'm I'm hundred percent on board. But he's not getting up there with the other blue ones. And uh, I think he gets up there, but only if he gets his ring. Do you think if he wins a cup with the Oilers, he'd get up there? Yep. Does that mean he gets he makes the Hall of Fame, or do you think he's the first? Uh, he's the first that, player that they choose. You know what? Yeah, I just think. But don't you up. think ninety four? Would have been the first player to get up there. Doesn't have that? a ring. Yeah, he won't have a ring. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm going to say yes, but he needs a ring. Uh, side question: Just since we're talking about the Ring of Honor, you have three entries oh. for the first class. They're not up in the banner. They're not up in the roof. Hell of an oiler, great player, great for the city, but maybe just not Hall of Fame. Who you got? Who's your top three? I'm going, so I'm a different era than Tyler. So it'll be a little bit different, but I'm going Doug Waite. I'm going Ryan Smith. I'm going Alex Shamsky. Hmm. Tyler, what are you working on over there? Just a little graphic for the pod. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Hamsky for sure. Smitty for sure. And I will mix in a little, oh, hmm, Cujo. See, I, I loved it, but someone pointed out to me, the dude was only here for like a season and a half. Or yeah, something. he wasn't here that long. Oh, that's fair, actually. But what what so a name, what a player it. he had. He oh, was. hell yeah. I'm going to go... Garen or Wade are good choices, too. I think. I'm going to go Bill Garen. Or yep. not Bill Garen. Uh, Doug Wade. Is, you just said Bill Garen. So I think Dougie has to be in there, man. Yeah. Doug Wade. Uh, Alar Shamsky, because I loved him. And I'm going to go Gator. Jason that, That's a good one. That, that'd that be a good oiler to honor. I just, I, I, I just feel like it's Ryan Smith's, like, almost like the city will try and burn the place down if they don't Brian put him in. Yeah, I just try to be different. Yeah, of course, of course Schmitty's, yeah, Schmitty's right. going to be in there. Uh, question number two, ask the ideas for our friends in Montana's. Montana. Rick, I'm going to start with you. What would be a greater downfall? The Flames dismantling or someone getting a hole at the Oilers Nation Open after Tyler sells his car? Like what kind of down, like which is... I mean, to be fair, I don't see personally, I don't see either of them being a downfall. <laughs> How you know, I you? love you, but if that truck got one, that'd be something else. Right. And, uh, I would have no car. We would have to start a nation thing where people have to come pick me up and bring me into work every day. Honestly, at nation this point, Roger. I think it probably would be fine. I don't think it'd be that impossible <laughs> to do. I think surveyor Brett's probably got to probably pick up two to three days a week. Mm. Uh, he, uh, he might, you know, I think that's quite easy to do. Uh, sure we got some listeners out in St. Albert. Well, you get Tyler in the passenger seat there, you know, he gets mm-hmm. a little fucking talky. He's probably giving you some inside information. Oh yeah. I honestly, it's like your own little insider podcast at there at that point. So I think honestly, you could probably auction that off. If you really <laughs> wanted to. We'll make it like a thing. Like if you make a donation, you, to some charity, you, you get to pick Tyler up for you work. Get, you get to pick me up and drag me to work. <laughs> That's a very exciting prize. And watching the flames crash is always fun. So uh, it's the best. I, I don't know. There is not a bad thing here. I got something in my eye. What is the greater <laughs> downfall, Tyler? You potentially losing the truck after selling your car <sighs> or the flames going from first to worst? It's me losing the truck. I'm having so much fun driving it and I love it. And I'm happy to be a truck guy. And if this gets ripped away from me, I'm going to be pissed. And I'm not crying because of the truck thing. I'm How long have you had it for? Like three days, two days. I don't know. How often do you plan on washing it? You have a strict washing schedule. I mean, dude, it's going to stand out. Yep. Yeah. You yeah, start doing this. and like, dirty. Oh, buddy, you're going to get blown up. Jay took so much I'm, shit when the truck was dirty. I'll wash it. I'll wash it a lot. Ask him to ask him to show you his three minute wash. Yeah. I want to see a three minute wash. So Jay successfully ducked the three minute wash for the entire time he had the nation truck. Oh, cause then we made him do it. 
Oh yeah. It's never been well, on video. He's always said though, it's not like from super dirty. It's from like regular. Well then I don't, it's like dusting that, as opposed to having to scrub the walls and stuff. No, I want to see a full wash and it's I don't want to see a spray. Off. It's soapy water right away. Yeah. And then water. I think that's all he does. Like, I don't think you have time for the, even the soap brush at that point. Oh, see what I do is if I'm really trying to rush it, I'll do soap, soapy water, but I'm hauling ass. I'm fucking making laughs. Oh yeah. And then I quickly switch to the soapy brush for as much time as I have left on that first dollar. But if you do, you don't have to, because there's more soap coming out, right? So if you do the soapy water, there's soap on there in between time while you're not wasting any money, you've got the brush in there. You're just taking, you're taking advantage of the soapy water soap. I just need some of that real thick soap. I feel you. I feel you. People always say that'll scratch your paint, but I don't buy it. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Yeah. Those are soft enough to scrub my body. <laughs> you think have, about you that, Tyler? have you tried this? No. Two at uh, one. Why, why is not? that man naked in the car wash? <laughs> Three dollar wash. It's the efficiency. Three dollar wash, and that includes your <laughs> nether regions. Mm, uh, personally, reaches better. I am summoning the law of attraction and any other deity I can find out there for a hole in one at the upcoming Oilers Nation Open. I'm I am going to get at, I'm going to get to the golf course early and move those tees so far back. You're not calling the pros already going, Hey, we need Sunday pinpoints. It's going to be a <laughs> 320 yard par three. I just got to put it right, I'm behind, thinking right, I, right behind the sand. I might even volunteer three feet to drop and yeah. roll and post up as the hole spotter. Buddy, I know you. There's no way you I would discipline have, to sit in that one spot. That I long. would have a oh, heart attack. Cool. If you made me like sit there on a lawn chair and watch, I don't think I could do it. Cause I've committed to, if somebody gets a hole in one, I will go live on all the nation's socials and I'm just going to sprint until I find Tyler. I will run around all 18 <laughs> holes until I find him. Can you do all live on like on one phone and is there, do you have to like hold like I'll have four two phones. phones? I'll just have multiple phones. Like Waz is chasing you with yeah, the yeah, Twitch yeah. and someone's got the whatever else and something, something you're like two phones. So if you are participating in this tournament, I need you to be hitting the range and working on that aim. The only thing that could work do we know what hole it is already? Hole two, cattail. What kind of what, what distance are we talking? It's we pretty a, far. I think it like uh, when you if like you shoot from the white, from the whites, I think it's like one ninety two hundred. Oh, yeah. All right. I don't know if that one. makes it easier or better for you. I think it makes it better for me. Probably people are like the good golfers can still go iron, but like the average golfers are gonna have to go like three wood. And what time do that hits like a weird bounce and bounce and bounce? As opposed to like, not a <laughs> drilled shot, not like a pinpoint. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. Like it's. Bang, I just bang, think bang, further bang. away is harder to hit. Always. Um, the only thing I'll say is the reason Jay brought this up because he was at Sherwood Ford, and they're like, "Oh, we got the insurance for it." So maybe <laughs> if someone wins this truck, I can like schmooze my way into like one of those sick like electric F one fifty. I honestly believe that if this one went away, that there would be a new nation truck in your driveway. Yeah, within a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it wouldn't be all that bad. That eases my anxiety a little. Thank you. <laughs> or if it's a new one, I would probably get first dibs on it. If I'm no, honest. you wouldn't. <laughs> well. Not a chance. Guess who passed on this one, my guy? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You lost your chance. Uh, uh, good times. Good times. Hey, Sherwood Ford, I'm still waiting for my 1987 Ford Escort GT. We should have a bunch of them. We've given them a lot of time by now. They had to have found us on. Certainly, they've had to find one. <laughs> Certainly. Uh, so there you go. Ask the idiots for our friends at Montana's. Get Montana's messy, Tyler. Hmm. Is that how you eat ribs? That's how I eat ribs. 
Surveyor Brett, you can clip that anytime. I was going to say, I thought you pressed a button. I was waiting for it to go. I'm like, that's exactly what you're going to hear. When we All right. Well, now it is time for Tyler to get his buttons ready because we are going to do hot and cold performers for our friends at Twig and Berries. You go to twigandberries.ca, use the, nation, the promo code NATION15. You'll get a little discount on your order. Oh, they've got their spinning wheel back, Tyler. What? Hang on. I'm going to spin this wheel. Go. What can you win? Spinning, spinning, spinning. Ooh, 10% discount today. On what? Whatever I want. It just says 10% off my order. All right. I could go get some fresh nutsack undies. I could get an ODR hoodie. I could get the Connor hoodie. Mm. And then I can apply my discount code. Or I could use Nation 15. And that's my discount code. All right. Start off with our veggies, Tyler. You're up first. Your Twig and Berries, cold performer of the week. It's honestly like, I know we just talked about it, but it's what I had written down. It's the fact that someone could win the truck off me and I would just be, <laughs> I would just be so upset. Are you thrilled? I'm not. That's Rick, it. Rick, your Twig and Berries, cold performer of the week. Well, you know what? I figure it's going to, this is probably going to be your heart pot performer, but I've been getting really tired of this because we did this like 15 years ago with the Oilers, but the Blue Jays again, how are you going to watch tonight? Sportsnet. Oh, that's so no. annoying. It's Apple. Apple Plus. I'm done with this. This is pay-per-view hockey again. Like we did this yeah. 15 years, 20 years. This is this is 2022. It's supposed to be on television. Like, stop doing this. I'm tired of it just going somewhere else. Like it's, it makes no that. sense. You're just making us pay for other games. So I put a sizable bet on today's game, actually. Even though there's no Bichette and no Springer. Not in the starting lineup anyway. Anyways, so I'll finish off Rick's thing. I'm upset. Uh well, I did a bet builder. Ooh, spicy boy. Oh, so I'd probably get, actually, I have Bichette in there, so I'd probably get a push. It's canceled. Yeah. So you might want to make another bet builder. Okay. Well, cause I was, I went pretty heavy also on Manoa strikeouts. I will be as well. He is the big man. The but big, what'd you call him? Call my man. Manoa? No. What'd you call the, what are, what are you, what are you looking for? Strikeouts? Yeah. Strikeouts. What are they called though now? Punchies. Punchies. Why? Cause that's what we did this at the, at the all-star game. Oh yeah. Three punchies. Three I, punchies. Did, I did. I did Struck out three guys and three punchies. I liked the video that came out after where he was mic'd up during his inning at the all-star game. It was so good. He was very entertaining. Oh yeah, man. I would love, we've talked about this before also, just a station where I could just listen to the guys mic'd up and talking on the ice. Yeah. I would pay extra for that. Everyone would. The chirps, they would have to, they would have to dial in their chirps. They couldn't say some of the shit they probably say right now. That's boring then. I want the real deal. Yeah. You'd have to sign some kind of NDA. Like no problem. I will thing. sign whatever you want me to sign. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your cold performer? Uh, shit. Why are you pushing me out of here already? <laughs> yeah, I want to go home. It is two o'clock after all. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking avoid the grind. Cold performer of the week's Tyler. Me and, me and Rick are riffing here. Let's trying go. To, trying to shoot the shit and you're pushing me out of the studio already. So you, you get my cold performer. <laughs> stopped raining though that is true i could have actually used a little bit of rain because it is hot hot it's hot. not changing the temperature it's only be muggy as shit yeah there it's just it's gross weird. yeah yeah that's true also that's right and there's also there's no reprieve in the nope. evening too because it's no. still 30 degrees at 10 o'clock yeah, and once it does even get slightly cooler the mosquitoes just come out in full force and it sucks it's gonna be a rough a rough week yeah I found it interesting. I talked about this in real life, but I've got a new kind of morning routine where I'm getting up earlier to take Frank on a walk. Mm -hmm. Just it's nice and cool. It's quiet. Yeah. I'm just trying to make that like a daily thing. It's interesting now this week, how it's so hot. There's just so many dogs out at like seven. Yeah, everyone did the same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, hot performance of the week. Rick, I'm going to start with you. It's going to go. Berries. Your hot form of the week. It's going to be shared between 
two groups, I suppose, that's going to go through Ken Holland and his team and Yesapuli Arvi and his team for getting pushing past all the BS and just getting a nice little contract done and uh, moving on ready for the season. So we'll give it to both sides of this contract. It's getting hot in here. So Mr. Uramchuk. Yes. I am going to drag it out. <laughs> My hot performer of the week is the Toronto Blue Jays in their announcement that they're renovating the dome. Going to be putting upwards of $300 million in there over the next couple of summers. They're going to redo the outfield, make it look more like a ballpark than just what a stadium. is the most exciting to you? I'll tell you what for me. Like the other day where I'm watching the game, George Springer hits that grand slam. Yeah. It just fell into the nowhere zone of there's nothing there. Yeah. I think it's going to be cool that they're going to have fans all the way around. I love that they're going to add like some patios and standing areas in the outfield just to give you a more unique way to experience a ball game when you're out there just standing on a drink rail, crushing a beer. Like they had that in LA yeah, at we Angel Stadium when we went. And that was yeah. really, really neat. Um, the other thing I love, and I guess you'll experience this when we go back, Nook, the seats like up the left and right field sides when you're kind of more towards the outfield, because it's all geared to be multi-purpose, yeah, right? For football and shit. So, so you don't face the mound and the starting pitcher. You have to like turn and look. What do and you mean? So like if the mound was like that wall, like it's just, it was all geared to be multi-purpose, not all for baseball. So the seats don't face the right way for baseball everywhere. You're pretty much facing, you're pretty much oh, facing, you're almost, foul, you're facing the foul line. Yeah. As opposed oh, to like, as you, as like you go you're down, football game. as you yeah. go down, you're not looking at the same focal point. Right, right, right. You're just looking directly forward every time. Yeah. So they're going to change that as well, which I think will really help the experience. So I'm, I'm a big Jays fan. I'm so excited for us to go and watch three Jays games in three days. Cause we have figured that we could sneak in Jays and TFC in one day. I'm very excited. When are these rentals awesome. supposed to be all done, done, done? Three years, I three think years, I think on the broadcast yesterday. next year, the focus is going to be the outfield. And then I think the next year is like the infield lower bowl. But this is all off-season shit, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder, though, I wonder how much concern the Jays have in the sense that no renovations, be it your house or anything, are ever done on time. Yeah, that's a good point. But our building was our building was done on time. Yes. We didn't get pushed back. No, I mean, the, the rest of the, the rest of the shit wasn't really done, but, but remember like when it first started, there was like, Oh, we still got to do some plastering, some shit up in here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was ready to go ish. Anyways. Uh, the Jays get my hot performer. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot. Cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not. Nine and one in their last 10. I'm excited to get there, I guess, before the rentals and see what it's like now. Yeah. yeah that's it's, still, it's still pretty cool right now, man. A couple of weeks. I'm excited. What time do you guys go for the games? Do you know? Like day games, afternoon, uh, night games. We got a night game Friday. And Friday night, first 15,000 people that get there, they get a free friends tea. Me and Jay, very excited it's about it. It's sitcom night. <laughs> yeah, it's sitcom night. Saturday, when we go for that afternoon game, first 15,000 fans, it's Vladdy Bobblehead Day. Dude, all, all I say is pray for nice weather because when it, the when the roof is open, oh. the outdoor game, like the night game with the lights and shit and everything in the background is super dope. And then during the day game, when it's like I sat behind um, home plate for uh, the afternoon game, smoking, smoking hot, but <laughs> absolutely super damn cool. Well, that was even like when uh, this was, I guess, two weeks ago, Wanye and I and Chalmers, we were all at the, at the Riverhawks game and it was like... 30 degrees that day. Yeah, we just get absolutely roasting. Uh, Rick, your Twig and Berries Hot Performer of the Week. Already went. Oh yeah, you didn't. So I'm going to finish it off. My Twig and Berries Hot Performer of the Week is, I just thought it was hilarious. Matthew Kachuk. He said yesterday, there's a team in the same state here that's had a lot of success recently and I'm here to change that. Evander Kane responded to the NHL's post with just a lol. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. So Evander Kane, you get my op from the week. I can't believe it. 
I like that the Oilers have a guy with a little bit of swagger like that. He's, he's a little a bit lot. of an he's asshole. He's got a lot of bit of swagger though. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a guy like that in a while. Long time. Not when they did not not like that much swagger and that much skill. And you can back it up, yeah. Yeah. In multiple ways. Tyler's working on an article though for Oilers Nation talking about guys who you wouldn't be surprised if they necessarily take a step back. My vote for his article was Evander Kane. Just because the heater he was on was one, a heater of all heaters. But was it? Kind of. It was a little outside of it, the realm of his career, so I can see why that would be a, a bit of a step back. But at the same time, man, now he's got to go out there and do what he did. Like he's, You're playing with incredible players. This team, mm-hmm. is, this team is really fucking good. Yeah. Amen. I can't wait for this season to go on here. Amen. All right, there we have it. Ask the idiots. Hog cold performers. In the books. Tyler's looking at buttons. He's tired of me. He's still writing his article here. He wants to get out. Yeah, no, I'm betting on the Jays game. Yes, what do you got? I'm just taking a peek right now. Manoa over five and a half Ks doesn't pay out great, but if you parlay that with the Jays to win. Yeah. Because hmm. I did a bet builder on that, but now I got to do a new one. Yeah, you do. Although yesterday, I was going to be a dickhead and go Matt Chapman over one and a half home runs yesterday because like the odds are just screaming on those. I ended up not doing it. Cause I'm like, nah, come on. It's not going to happen. Then bang, bang. And right off like the last little part of his bat too. And just the way it flies down yeah. the left out to left field is crazy. Also honorary hot performer of the week goes out to Alejandro Kirk for trying to steal a base. That was so good. <laughs> Big man it. moving. I say they give it to him. All right. For DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, Cornerstone Insurance, Montana's, and Twig and Berries, this is Oilers Nation Radio episode 215. Bag Milk, Tyler, and Rick saying goodbye. Have a great weekend. Oh, shout out, Dan. Hope you had a good vacation, buddy. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.